Welcome to the Christ Be Glorified Ministries audio podcast. We welcome you to come and join us as we explore the Word of God to open up new levels of glory for every believer to come in closer to the Father. Join Apostle Calvin as he shares the Word of God as the Lord Jesus has revealed it unto him to share with the body of Christ. This is Apostle Calvin Brown of Christ Be Glorified Ministries, and welcome to another broadcast centered around the kingdom of God. Amen. The kingdom, amen, where Jesus is Lord, not only in heaven, but also in this earth realm. Amen. Let's go straight to the word of God, Isaiah, the book of Isaiah, chapter 46. Amen. Verses 9 and 10, Isaiah 46, verses 9 and 10. The prophet says, remember the former things of old, for I am God and there is no other. I'm God and there is none like me, declaring the end from the beginning and from ancient times, things that are not yet done, saying my counsel shall stand and I will do all my pleasure. Amen. God says, I'm God. Amen. There's there's no other besides me. And I declare the end from the beginning. In other words, I'm the only one who can do that. I'm the only one that holds time in my hand. I'm the alpha and the omega, the beginning and the end. I am eternal God. But the the thing about declaring the end from the beginning, you know it was God in it. Amen. You knew, you would know that it is God who had done the thing. Amen. And so there are benefits, amen, that we, God knows, God knows the end, the end from, from the beginning. In other words, if you want to know the end of things, you, you have to look at what the, God declared in the beginning, amen. And so you can tell when things get off. If God declares a thing from the beginning, amen, if something gets off, you can tell when when things are not lined up with the Lord. Amen. And then in Ecclesiastes chapter 1. Ecclesiastes chapter 1 verse 9. Ecclesiastes chapter one, verse nine, that which has been is what will be, and that which is done is what will be done, and there is nothing new under the sun. Under the sun means in this earth realm, amen, throughout time, throughout history, hallelujah, there's there's nothing new under the sun. In other words, God has done all things. When God made all all things, amen. He rested on the seventh day from all the works that he had worked, amen. So in that respect, there, there's nothing new. When, when you discover the Lord and line up with the Lord, begin to walk with the Lord and do his works and you see the manifestation of his goodness, the manifestation of his glory as you, as you operate in faith, it is actually what God has already done, what God has has already worked. 
So there's nothing new, which is under under the sun. Amen. Again, it is it is making a distinction. Amen. Between heaven, which is above the sun. Amen. And earth, which is which is beneath the sun. Amen. So when things get off, you can look back to the beginning to the pattern. Amen. Or the model that the Lord put in place. Amen. If God did everything good, if God's works were good, amen, then you should look to those good works and that you should do those good works, amen, by faith. That's called entering into God's rest, amen, that we save people, amen, because that's what God has done, amen. He brought man in the beginning into relationship and fellowship with him, no distance, between him and mankind. That's why the Bible says, nothing shall separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus. Neither height nor death, nor angels, nor principalities, nor things present, nor things to come. Nothing shall separate us from the love of God. Why? That's what God did in the beginning, amen. That he created man and brought man into unity with him, oneness with him. And though man strayed away, amen, the works of God remain. So that's why we still reconcile people unto Christ and we have the ministry of reconciliation. It is the goodness that God has, that God has already done. Amen. And then 1 John chapter 2. 1 John chapter 2. Verses 7 and 8. So we're laying a foundation, amen, that God does all things well, that God does all things excellently, and that God has given man everything that man needs, amen. All things that pertain to life and godliness. God has given man what he needs, amen, to flourish in this earth realm. Amen. To be successful in this earth realm. First John chapter two, verses seven and eight. It says, brethren, I write no new commandment to you, but an old commandment, which you have had from the beginning. The old commandment is the word which you heard from the beginning. Again, a new commandment, commandment I write to you, which thing is true in him and in you, because the darkness is passing away and the true light is already shining. Amen. So it sounds like a contradiction. I don't write any new commandment to you, but an old commandment. But then again, I write a new commandment unto you. Amen. But the new commandment is the old commandment. The Bible says, because the darkness is fleeing, so you're able to see what God intended when he said it in the beginning. In other words, that message of love, amen, God gave from the beginning. And yet people did not walk in the fullness of love because they did not have the light. But that light is seen in Jesus, in Jesus Christ. And so the word of God remains true. Amen. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor 
as yourself. That word remain true, yet the, the, the fullness of the light or the, or the dispensation. People say I'm in a dispensation, a different dispensation. All that means is that the level of light for this time and this generation Amen. But even then you could walk, amen, like David did. The Bible says that David ate the showbread, which was not lawful, amen, and yet he was blameless, amen, as he walked in a different dispensation of light according to his closeness to the Lord, amen. And so we don't write a new commandment, but an old commandment. Amen. But the old commandment is the new commandment. The only difference is the amount of light that you are operating in. Amen. For instance, the, the Bible says, love your enemies. It says, bless those, amen, who curse you. It says to do good to those who persecute you. Amen. To bless them. Amen. And so that was in the word of God. Yet Jesus was telling the people in Matthew chapter five, around verse 45 and 40, 44 and 45, they said, and I, you have heard it said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. Amen. Yet I say, this is what God intended from the beginning that you would love and that you would bless. Amen. That, that, you would be a blessing even to those who are who are against you. Amen. What's the difference? They did not know they were not walking in that light of that truth. Amen. So God declares the end from the beginning. Nothing new under the sun. Amen. That I'm coming to you with a new commandment. Amen. But it's actually an old commandment. But you did not have the light, amen, you walked in a different dispensation, amen. The Bible talks about the manifold wisdom of God, amen. Ephesians 3.10 talks about the manifold, that means the multi-sided wisdom of God, amen. The greatness, the richness of the wisdom of God. The Bible says, Romans 11 33. Amen. That his, his ways are past finding out. That does not mean that you cannot know God's ways. God has to reveal them unto you, but within yourself, without seeking, without wanting, without yearning, without being close to God, that those ways are far from you. Amen. As, as you walk in what you call light. Amen. That humility takes great humility to walk with God because you don't know as you ought to know. And you are aware of that. Amen. When the king of glory enters the room. Amen. You are aware of your smallness. Amen. And his greatness. Amen. Everything that you thought that you knew, even, even from him, you are aware that you're so needy and that you need so much more from him. Amen. That you want to ever be with the Lord. And here we have the, the, the reality. Amen. Of man's relationship with God, God relationship with man. Amen. You're aware. Oh, I need you, Lord. I want you, Lord. 
Amen. I don't ever want to stray from you, Lord. Amen. Humility, you see how it works. So the, the, the new message is an old message. Amen. It says that, again, a new commandment I write to you, which thing is true in him, so that that commandment is true in the Lord Jesus and in you because the darkness is passing away and the true light is shining. So when God gives his word, he gives light. When man walks with God, he is walking in that light. Amen. So as if man strays from that light, light is progressive. Let's say it this way. The, the Bible says the path of the righteous is like the light of dawn. It gets brighter and brighter till the perfect day. So light is supposed to increase as, as you lean, as you lean into the light. Amen. The light gets brighter as you continue in fellowship with the Lord. The light gets brighter. But if you lean on your own ways, your own understanding, then the light seems to dim. Even though the light is not dim, you are getting farther, farther from the light. Amen. <laughs> so if you continue to stray from that light by not maintaining that, that fellowship, that, that's up to you to hunger and thirst for righteousness. Amen. The Lord will do his part, but that's up to you to want the Lord more and more. That's up to you to realize when things are not like, like they, they used to be or things are not, you know, uh, like the, the best days that I ever had with the Lord. That's, that's up to you to say, I don't want to do without that. Amen. I want to increase in the things of God. So I want you to see how the darkness comes in as you stray from fellowship, as you stray from fellowshipping with the light, with what is true. It's called the true light. Amen. So the gospel, it unveils the truth and releases the glory, the glory of God. Amen. Second Corinthians chapter four. Second Corinthians Chapter four, amen, verse six. You know, people cry out, the church, we cry out for revival. But what that means is that we have gotten cold or we've lost the revelation. We've left the truth. And so it is a good thing to cry out for revival to be revived, to, to acknowledge, amen, we're, we're not where we need to be, and that we want a move of God, amen, where the, the glory of God is in this earth, amen, where people are being saved and healed and delivered on a mass scale, amen. We can tell when it is raining, we can tell when it is a storm, amen. We, we can tell, amen, the, the intensity of wind, such as in a tornado or in a hurricane. So the wind will do much more movement, amen, when it is concentrated 
as in a storm, amen, or in a, in a hurricane, the rain, amen, can do more movement, amen. People think of things as negative, but God is a God of positive, amen. The negative only comes when people sow to the flesh. The Bible says God is not mocked. Whatever man sows, that he shall also reap. But God is a God who, who does good, amen. And in revival, he will intensify his goodness as people insist on only his ways. Amen. Man's ways have failed. Not only that, man's ways does not have the strength and the power, the intensity of the love of God and the power of God. Amen. Man's ways do not produce the joy of the Holy Ghost, amen. And so when we are through with man's ways and we only want God's ways, and our part is to yield to God's ways. Yes, we are working. Yes, we are moving. Yes, we are doing as we are yielded to the Holy Spirit to see God's ways and God's works, God's good works being done in this earth, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. He went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. Amen. So God does good. Amen. As he is with Jesus and we are the body of Christ. Jesus is the head. If we allow Jesus to be the head, God is still with Jesus in this earth. God must be in this earth for this earth to have any type of preservation, any type of saltiness, amen, any type of worth. Without the salt, it is worthless. It is good for nothing. So the Holy Spirit is like salt. It preserves life and removes corruption, amen. When the enemy comes against us, like a flood, the Holy Spirit lifts up a standard against him so that this earth will not be destroyed. Why? God is still in this earth. Amen. Through the church. Amen. Through the power of the Holy Ghost, God is still in this earth. And yet, there are those who are trying, amen, at the behest of the devil to bring darkness and to destroy the light. Second Corinthians chapter 4 verse 6. 2 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 6. For it is the God who commanded light to shine out of darkness, who has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Amen. So I want you to just um, look at this verse. Amen. I want you to just pay attention. It says, for it is the God who commanded light to shine out of darkness. We know in the beginning, the Bible says that the earth without was without form and void and darkness was upon the face of the deep and God said, let there be light and there was light. And so it is the removing the backdrop of darkness and bringing in the light that God began to create, amen. So it says, notice it says, God who commanded light to shine out of, out of the darkness, 
Amen. Did you get that? It is God, the God, who commanded light to shine out of the darkness. Amen. Did you get that? It is God who commanded the light to shine out of the darkness. <laughs> did, you, did you get that? That when, when darkness comes in, amen. In other words, God declares the end from the beginning. It's all good. God knows that the end, amen. Even prophetically, God knows, God knows the end. But somewhere, darkness has crept in and it is the God who commanded the light to shine out of the darkness. In other words, you lost the light. You drifted from the light. Amen. So you're operating in something which is not the truth. And so what the gospel does, it commands, God commands the light to shine out of the darkness. Amen. Who has shown in our hearts to give a light of the knowledge of the glory of God. The whole earth shall be filled with the glory of God. The whole earth shall be filled with the knowledge of the glory of God. Bringing things back into that blessed creative state. The Bible says that it is seen in the face of Jesus Christ. A lot is said there. But the key is getting the glory back. How do you get the glory back? The gospel of glory. Amen. That the Lord is able to shine into our hearts as we look into the face of Jesus. Amen. We see how things are supposed to be. We see how we are supposed to be. We're looking into the face of glory. God is able to get the glory back through the preaching of the good news, the gospel. He's able to reconcile men unto himself. He is able to heal you. Amen. He is able to deliver you. Hallelujah. He's able to cast the devil out of you. Amen. He's able to break the spirit of witchcraft. All those things that represent the darkness. It is the God who called, who commanded light to shine out of the darkness. You lost your way. The truth was waning in this earth. The, the, the Bible talks about justice being silent. In the, in the street. It's like justice. No justice. It's, it's, it's just wounded in, in, in the streets. People doing what they want. Judges doing what they want. Judges doing what they want. Judges doing what they want. Amen. They're not beholding to God's light. There's not, they're not beholding to God's truth. They're not beholding to God's word. Well, God has good news for you. That he commands light to shine out of that mess, out of darkness. Amen. The people who sit in darkness have seen a great light. Amen. So God is dealing with stuff. Oh, that things were perfect. The Bible says that, oh, that deliverance would come out of Zion. Amen. Oh, that salvation would come out of Zion, amen. So salvation shall come out of Zion, amen. Zion is in heaven, the highest point, the mount of God, but also in this earth, the church is called Mount Zion, the people of God who congregate on the mount 
to, to be taught of the Lord, amen, whose feet are beautified to, to, to speak the gospel of peace, amen. So it's so important for the glory to be in this earth so that God can be in this earth doing good, amen, like he, like he always does, amen. And so God has already spoken the truth from the beginning. Man deviates from the truth. That, that, that is the pattern, amen. In Genesis chapter eight, I want to show you that God has already, already spoken, and yet man can deviate from the truth. Verse 22, Genesis chapter 8, verse 22. While the earth remains, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, winter and summer, and day and night shall not cease. So God is preserving this earth. So he gives you consolation. He says, while the earth remains, that seed time and harvest, heat and cold, summer, winter, amen, day and night shall not cease. You don't have to hug a whale, amen. Is it hug a tree or pat a whale? I don't know, amen. You, you don't have to do that. God, ha, 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 whoo. God has already spoken from the beginning that he's gonna hold this thing together though man tries to tear it apart. Amen. God, man tries to bring darkness, and yet the light of God's word was declared, declared from the beginning. And then the next chapter, amen, Genesis chapter 9, verses 1 and 2. So God blessed Noah and his sons and said to them, be fruitful and multiply and replenish or fill the earth. And the fear of you and the dread of you shall be on every beast of the earth and on every bird of the air, on all that move on the earth and on all the fish of the sea, they are given unto your hand. So God is saying be fruitful and multiply. Seems like we've heard that before. That's not the first time that we have heard that. So, so bookmark that and go to verses 12, same chapter, verses 12 through 17. God said, this is the sign of covenant which I make between me and you and every living creature that is with you for perpetual generations. I set my rainbow in the cloud and it shall be for a sign of covenant between me and the earth and it shall be when I bring a cloud over the earth that the rainbow shall be seen in the cloud and I will remember my covenant which is between me and you and every living creature of all flesh the waters shall never again become a flood to destroy all flesh the rainbow shall be in the cloud and I will look on it to remember the everlasting covenant between God and every living creature of all flesh that is on the earth. And God said to Noah, this is the sign of the covenant which I have 
established with, between me and all flesh that is on the earth. So the covenant is not just between God and Noah, but also all the animals, amen, all the creatures that are on, on this earth, amen. So perpetual, perpetual, as long as there's time, seed time and harvest shall not cease. And we know it has a greater connotation than just the planting of seeds upon this earth. But also that I will give you the sign of covenant, which is the rainbow. Amen. That when I see the rainbow, God says that I will remember my covenant that I have with you and with all the animals that I will not destroy people by a flood nor animals by a flood anymore. This, this is the sign of covenant. Amen. Which shall be set in in the cloud. Amen. So what you need to know about the rainbow, amen, it represents the glory of God. The Bible says that there is a rainbow glory, a rainbow of glory over the throne of God, representing where his throne is, the seat of his power, amen. Adam had failed and the glory had departed and the earth was groaning for glory. But God is still able to deal with man and God is still able to bring glory. And the rainbow is the sign of God's throne in this earth. The Bible says that Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Amen. Noah found grace. Noah found favor. Amen. He was not with those rebellious ones. So he was a recipient of the grace of God to allow God to replenish the earth. And I said that which was from the beginning is that which has been, amen. And God declares the end from the beginning. The words that God has spoken to Adam seems like he's doing a reset, but it is the same word. No new commandment, no new message, amen, but a, a new message because of the light so to speak. The, the, the new message, the new commandment is the old commandment. Holy Ghost. So the same words that God spoke to Adam, God spoke to Noah that he dealt with situation after the darkness had came. When man failed, the darkness came. God commanded light to shine out of that Darkness, amen, to that man may find the glory, amen, in the face of Jesus. Noah may not have known it, but the, the, the revelation that he was operating in is the gospel of glory, amen. Where we receive grace from the Lord, where we receive victory and renewal and revival, and, and a second chance, amen, from the Lord, hallelujah, that the greatness of that, of that light, if you look close enough, amen, even in the Old Testament, the Bible says, if the veil was to be removed, you would see Jesus, amen, when one turns to the Lord, amen, the veil is removed, the Bible says, amen, when you turn to the Lord with, with all of your heart, Amen. And so we see God had already spoken that word. Amen. It was a good word 
In Genesis chapter 1, verses 26 through 28, God had already spoken. When he spoke to Noah, hey man, God had already spoken. Noah operated in a greater dispensation of light because he received that word. Verse 26 through 28, then God said, let us make man in our image according to our likeness and let him have dominion over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air and over all the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. Amen. That's what God said to Noah, that the, the, the dread of you would be upon all these animals, that you would rule over them. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. God blessed them. And God said to them, be fruitful and multiply. Replenish the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the air and over every living thing that, ay, 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 that moves on this earth. Amen. So God blessed Adam. Amen. God blessed Noah. God told Adam to be fruitful and to multiply. God told Noah to be fruitful and to multiply and have dominion. God told Adam to replenish the earth. Amen. And God told Noah to replenish the earth. Amen. I have to say this. Amen. Replenish means to make full. To make full means to fill it up, amen, but it's, it, is, it is made full by the glory, amen, and so it is a commandment to operate in the glory, never let the glory depart, always make a place for the Lord in this earth by being subject to the Lord and giving him his glory so that the rainbow, amen, so his throne and his throne of glory could be in this earth. Amen. So you see the assignment of God and the assignment of the devil. The devil is trying to get man to deviate from the patterns that the Lord spoke in the beginning. The ancient foundations, the old landmarks. Amen. The message which was, which was from the beginning. Amen. The commandments which were from the beginning, are still in play. Amen. Because God spoke it from the beginning. But if you don't see it, it's because you deviated from the model. You deviated from the patterns. Amen. And then in chapter 2, Genesis chapter 2, verses 4 and 5. It says, this is the history of the heavens and the earth when they were created in the day that the Lord God made the earth and the heavens before any plant of the field was in the earth and before the herb of the field had grown. For the Lord God had not caused it to rain on the earth and there was no man to till the ground. Amen. So God had already created. The Bible says, God had already created the plants and the herbs and stuff like that or whatever. But God had left a part, amen, to be in covenant 
with the Lord. And so the manifestation, in other words, they existed in God. They existed in the spirit and they were true. Amen. But the Bible says that there was no man to till the ground or to enter into covenant or Adam had not entered into covenant with the Lord where the Lord would provide the rain. Amen. So God tells Noah that the sign of covenant would be the rainbow in the cloud. Amen. You usually see the rainbow. Amen. Before a rain or after a rain, you know, where the sun is peering through. Amen. Light is divided. Amen. Light is called white light. When it goes through a prism, it is divided into all those true colors. And so that's what I was talking about. Light represents the wisdom of God. It is the manifold wisdom of God. It is the multi-sided wisdom of God. Amen. You'll always have to look to God. And there are different people, different gifts, different talents, different administrations. Amen. But it all fits together to be one light. Not one person has it all, so to speak. It is the multifaceted, multidimensional, amen, multi-sided light, amen. The, the, <laughs> it is the coat of many colors, amen. Praise be to God, amen. That when Christ descended on how he gave gifts, amen. Apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers, amen. The, the Lord spoke to me when he called me into apostleship. He says that I've given you a coat of many colors. The, the Lord was simply saying that I'm able to impart and my wife is able to impart of the wisdom of God, the, 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 the multi-sided wisdom, the, the effects of God, the force of God, amen. The gifts of the, of the spirit, amen. And so if you, if you notice an apostle, amen, an apostle imparts to the rest of the body of Christ, amen. And so it is, it is multiplied. That which is of Christ is multiplied, amen. And so Philip is able to go down to Samaria, amen, to preach the gospel, amen, as an evangelist, amen. There are prophets, amen. There are pastors, there are teachers, amen, that are able to receive. Paul says to the church at Rome how he greatly desired to get to Rome that he may impart some gifts to them, amen. And so the manifold wisdom of God, God is getting it into this earth. The rainbow, the rainbow glory, amen, God is able to get it into this earth, amen. Don't, don't pay attention when people are trying to pervert, amen, to corrupt, amen, that which the rainbow of God represents. It is, it is God's throne being in this earth realm. God is so holy, amen, that God is able by his glory, amen, to get people to fall upon their faces, amen, as if we are able to get his glory in this earth realm, amen. And so that is the sign of the covenant that God made with Noah. And you see, there was no man. God had not caused it to rain in the days of Adam, 
because Adam had not entered into that covenant where God would provide the rain. Amen. That Noah, after the destructive rain, amen, that God would no more destroy the earth through flood. Amen. So that is God's word. Amen. So when you see storms arise, you can point to that word. Lord, you said you would never destroy the earth through flood and rain. Amen. So I speak to that storm. I command it to cease the way that Jesus did. Peace. Be quiet. Amen. Shut up. Amen. You have that power. You have that authority through covenant. If, if you're not intimate with the Lord or fellowship with the Lord, then that seems far away from you. Amen. That you ridicule those who would speak to storms and command them to cease. Amen. That you're operating in the darkness. But God, he calls, he commanded light to shine out of darkness. Amen. So more light is seen in the word through Noah's day. You see how that light increased. Man failed. Adam failed. Amen. Darkness set in. God commanded light to shine out of darkness. And the same word, amen, that, that was a new word to Noah, but it was an old word, amen. That word which was, which was from the beginning, amen. So this was not a new commandment or message, but an older one. The light of intimacy, amen, showed more of God's truth, amen. And so Adam failed, the earth failed, and darkness came upon this earth. But God shined light, amen, through covenant. God is always looking for someone who will believe the light. All this darkness, all this, this evil, and the world and news tells you that is the truth, that is the reality. So much deception. You should spend time with the Lord, amen. You should spend intimate time with the Lord. Let the Holy Spirit wash over you. Let the Holy Spirit wash over your mind. Everything that the Lord says, you should acknowledge. Why? Because of all this deception that is in the earth, that if you would be a child of light, if you would put on the armor of light, you would know that they were lies. Amen. You would not be a part of that cabal. You would not be a part of being covered by darkness as, as your light, amen. You, you would be the thorn in the devil's side because you refuse to believe the lies, amen. I, I believe that that, that is, is one of the things that why the world is, is angry and spiraling out of control is because God's people, God's remnant will not, we refuse to believe the darkness, amen. In Romans, Chapter 7, the book of Romans, chapter 7, verse 4. Romans 7, 4. Therefore, my brethren, you also have become dead to the law through the body of Christ, that you may be married to another, to him, speaking of Jesus, who was raised from the dead, that you should bear fruit to God. Amen. So this is the revelation. 
that the Bible says seed time and harvest shall not cease. Amen. So you participate in seed time and harvest. Amen. But the purpose of it is to bear fruit unto God. So fruit is seen in two ways. Amen. That God will bless your, your body. Amen. That you would not cast your young nor be barren. It's physically, and speaking of the, the spiritual, that you being joined unto Jesus, that you bear fruit unto God. Also, that which is of seed time and harvest. Amen. That you have to be connected to God through covenant in your seed time and harvest to bear fruit unto God. In other words, you are as you sow to the, the spirit that you seek first the kingdom of God in his righteousness. So in your, in your finances, amen, that you are connected to God. Your, your ability to give, so is giving, so is planting, amen. You have to be connected to the Lord because it is the Lord's harvest, amen. And so your life comes when you acknowledge that everything belongs to God. So as you sow and reap, you're acknowledging that everything belongs to God. And now you're able to do what the Lord says, to be fruitful and to multiply and to replenish the earth. Amen. Make it full. Amen. Because you're not of the rebellious spirit. Amen. Adam and Eve rebelled against the Lord. That Eve rebelled, the Bible says, because of lust. The Bible says Adam rebelled because he listened to the voice of his wife instead of the list, listen to the voice of God. They rebelled against the Lord. So all that God was promising them to be fruitful, multiply, replenish the earth, have dominion and authority over all of my creation, that they forfeited all of that because they rebelled against God. Amen. So God, he says that no man, he had not found a man yet to till the ground or to be in covenant with him to give him seed time to participate in seed time and harvest. Amen. And so the curse was that by the sweat of your, your, your brow, amen, it is not being in that revelation of being connected to God. So seed time and harvest shall not cease as long as the earth remains, as long as there's a sun over your head, amen. And so the Bible says nothing new under the sun. So seed time and harvest was something that God spoke from the very beginning, Adam failed. And so the renewal of the revelation, illumination of light came in the days of Noah. The Bible says that that light increases, amen, that, that, that the, the path of the righteous is like the light of dawn, amen. It, it, it gets brighter and brighter till the perfect day, till Jesus comes back. And so the revelation increases. Even when darkness set in, when God commands light to shine in the darkness, he takes man up a whole nother level. Amen. So today, that the expectation of the revelation of seed time and harvest is greater because of the darkness that came upon that came upon the earth. Amen. So we're called 
to acknowledge that everything belongs to God and give the Lord his part. In Isaiah chapter 5, Isaiah chapter 5, verses 1 through 7. Isaiah chapter 5, verses 1 through 7. It describes God's heart. It, it describes what God is doing and how man responded to God. He says, now let me sing of my well-beloved, a song of my beloved regarding his vineyard. My well-beloved has a vineyard on a very fruitful hill. Amen. It's supposed to be planted in Mount Zion. He dug it up and cleared out its stones. He planted it with the choices of vine. He built a tower in the midst and also made a wine press in it. So he expected it to bring forth good grapes, but it brought forth wild grapes. And now, O oh, inhabitants of Jerusalem, and men of Judah, judge, please, between me and my vineyard. What more could have been done to my vineyard that I have not done in it? Why then, when I expected it to bring forth good grapes, did it bring forth wild grapes? And now, please, let me tell you what I will do to my vineyard. I will take away its hedge, and it shall be burned, and break down its wall, and it shall be trampled, and I will lay it waste. It shall not be pruned or dug, but there shall come up briars and thorns. I will command the clouds that they rain no more on it. Again, we see the clouds and the rain. For the vineyard of the Lord of hosts is the house of Israel, and the men of Judah are his pleasant plant. And he looked for justice, but behold, oppression, for righteousness, and behold, a cry for help. So justice and, and righteousness, all these things represented the, the fruit of righteousness that God expected in this earth. Amen. And so even though this is talking about Israel, Israel would be trodden down. Amen. Through history, Israel had been trodden down. Amen. But it's also a bigger picture. Speaking of God's people, those who refuse his wisdom. Amen. Then wisdom departs. Amen. And so all the protections are lost because they are not walking in covenant with the Lord. Amen. And so this, this parable of the vineyard, amen, is all through the gospel. Amen. Jesus talking about, amen, the, a landowner and a, and a vineyard, amen, and how he would lease his vineyard out, amen, and expect that his people would give him, would give him his harvest, amen. I won't turn there, but Mark 12, 17, amen, Jesus says, render unto Caesars the things that are Caesars, and to God the things that are God, amen. And, and Psalms 24, 1 says, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. So all the earth belongs to God. And the fullness, remember, God told um, Adam and he told Noah to fill up the earth, replenish it, and make it full, keep it full. Amen. Replenish means to keep it full. Earth is the Lord's and the fullness. Keep the glory in the earth by hearkening unto the voice of 
of my word, amen, to allow the rainbow in the clouds, Holy Ghost, to allow my throne to be in the earth realm, amen, as you are having dominion and authority, amen, but you submitted unto me, and so the Lord is still reigning in this earth, amen, and so render unto the Lord the things that are the Lord. What is the Lord? Everything is the Lord. The earth is the Lord's. The fullness thereof, the Bible says, the people are the Lord. Amen. And so Adam was told to replenish the earth and subdue it, to keep it full. Amen. And so God's vineyard, amen, is, is this earth. Amen. This earth is supposed to produce, is supposed to produce for the Lord. Amen. And then in Genesis chapter 2. Genesis chapter 2. Verses 10 through 12. Genesis chapter 2. It says, Now a river went out of Eden to water the garden, and from there it parted and became four river heads. The name of the first was Pishon. It is the one which skirts the whole land of Havilah, where there is gold. And the gold of that land is good, but helium and the onyx stone are there. Amen. So it speaks about gold being in paradise. Amen. Gold being in paradise. Gold not only being in paradise, but it's good gold. The word good means subject to God. God made everything good. So the glory is on it. When the glory is on it, that means that it is subject to God. Amen. So who does the gold belong to? Amen. In Haggai, the book of Haggai, verse 2. Verses six through nine. It says, for thus says the Lord of hosts, once more it is a little while, and I will shake heaven and earth, the sea and dry land, and I will shake all nations, and they shall come to the desire of nations, and I will fill this temple with glory, says the Lord of hosts. The silver is mine, and the gold is mine, says the Lord of hosts. And the glory of this latter house shall be greater than that of the former, says the Lord of hosts. And in this place, I will give peace, says the Lord of hosts. So God says, the silver is mine, the gold is mine. He's talking about building the temple, amen, to, to be a place for the glory, for the glory of, of God, amen. And so the question, you have to answer the question. Who does the earth belong to? Amen. If you answer God, then you are obligated to enter into covenant with him to give him that which belongs to him. Amen. That it is the difference between participating in the kingdom of God or participating in mammon and the antichrist spirit. It's, it is that stark you would have to answer the question in your own life. Who do you belong to? Amen. All that you have. Amen. That all that you have. Amen. Who does it belong to? 
Amen. Everything that you have financially, who does it belong to? Amen. There was gold in the garden, and the gold was good. It means subject to the glory or in the glory, subject to God. So the gold was to glorify the Lord. Adam had to discover to glorify the Lord. Amen. But because Adam refused, now people clamor for money. Amen. The love of money is the root of all evil. And so you have to lay it down. That doesn't mean you, that you can't have money because as you participate in the truth, the light, the true light, amen, to honor the Lord with your substance, with the first fruit of your increase. Honor the Lord with your substance, then he will honor you. The Bible says that God will honor those who honors him, amen. So seed time and harvest, <clears throat> it does not, it does not, Cease, amen. This is life under the sun as long as the earth remains. Seed time and harvest, seed time and harvest shall not cease, amen. And so you have to answer the question, amen. All that I am belongs to God. All that I have belongs to God. Render unto the Lord the things that are his, amen. The Bible says that heaven is God's throne, the earth is his his footstool, that means earth is supposed to serve God. That when you run off and say, it is, it is all mine, amen, you are, you don't have a revelation of the God declaring the end from the beginning. You don't have a revelation, amen, of what God spoke even in the beginning, amen. No new commandment, I write you. But an old commandment, that thing is true in you and in him. Again, a new commandment I write unto you. Amen. And that you should love one another. The same, the same commandment, amen, that God hid from the beginning. Darkness comes in and then God commands light to shine, to shine in the darkness. Ay, ay, ay. And so there, there is a greater appreciation for the word of God, amen, in this, in this day, amen, that we would not rebel against God, that we would, we, we would be cleaned and purified, cleansed and purified, amen, by the word of God and by the working of the Holy Spirit, that we would be a different person, that we would not labor for food which perishes, but for food which endures to eternal life, Holy Ghost. Hallelujah, Shimba Dida Pap Entity, Farflots Inta, Ve Radat Sikurbo Rema Shandribo, Mikarabash Eko. You will be redefined, redefined, says the Lord, because you will be transformed and translated, says the Lord. The Lord says that I've called you to cross over, amen, into a new realm. Into a new form, says the Lord. Hallelujah. That your passions would change. Hallelujah. Your desires would change. Hallelujah. Because you have crossed over the river Jordan into a spiritual place. Amen. In the Lord. Amen. It would be so real to you that it would be a place of appreciation. Amen. As you appreciated the Lord, 
you would cut her in the empire in the pay your vows unto the Lord. You would speak strongly out of love, hallelujah, and out of desire for the Lord, hallelujah. For that passion, amen, for that one who is in the light has your full attention, amen, and you're captivated by the Lord in a very new way, hallelujah, this ministry shall help to bring many unto Christ in a passionate way, hallelujah, that for the first time that you would experience the embrace of the Lord. You would not serve him from afar. You would not be satisfied, hallelujah, except to be in his presence, hallelujah, and to partake of his truth, amen, hallelujah. No other word will do, hallelujah. And you shall rama ikandia ramashiko korabos ike obrima manshinko ramashinko shintabo. Spurn all others. Hallelujah. You shall spurn kolabasato all others. Hallelujah. That your love for the Lord shall increase. Hallelujah. Zikobo ramasha. This is that day. Hallelujah. And this is the beginning of days and the beginning of weeks. In that new day, hallelujah, Shinda Morama Sivir Remakash, Rifo Ramashandamo. And your harvest, out of that love, your harvest shall be full. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to the Christ Be Glorified Ministries audio podcast. For more information, visit ChristBeGlorifiedMinistries.com and you can also follow us on Facebook under Christ Be Glorified Ministries. Thank you so much and God bless you.